Hey everybody, this is Mrs. DePerkis and welcome to Bulldog Underground. Episode four of Bulldog Underground. Hey guys. Back at it again. You know what it is. <laughs> Madison's back. Not the week. Us two, we're also back, not yeah. just Madison. <laughs> <laughs> but today we have an interview for you all. So drumroll, please. We have a very special guest. We have our very own Stratford Board of Education Superintendent. Here. I cannot believe it. Barum sent you. those emails. He got it done. Yeah. <laughs> got his stuff done. Thank you very much for coming on the show. <laughs> uh, it's right. great to be here. All right. Thanks. What's your initial reaction of the the space? I know I asked you off camera. Yeah, no, it's it's literally underground. Right? <laughs> That's my first reaction. But um you all have done a great job of making this place cozy and conducive to conversation. Thank you. Um, Thank over the last you. couple of years for the work. And, yeah. Uh, Really proud of what you all are doing down here. Thank you. Thank you very it's much. real nice having like a sofa to sit on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cozy time. But we have some questions to ask you. We've For really interview. prepared yeah. and thought about. Right. So Baron, you can off. start us off. Baron, um, starting. A superintendent of Shafford High Schools. What drew you to come to Shafford to work as superintendent? You know, that's a uh, thank you for that question. It's a very good question. Um, you know. I had some level of familiarity about the community of Stratford. You know, for a long time I've been an educator in the state of Connecticut in different mm. towns. Um, and the, the people who had connections to Stratford, whether they were from Stratford or spent time in Stratford, spoke highly of it. So when this job opportunity came up and I started to do my research, one of the things that really stood out to me was that um, Stratford as a community has a lot of characteristics that I am personally attracted to. Um, it seemed like a community that I wanted to work with, I wanted to be a part of. Um, and uh, what's unique about Stratford, I'm sure you all know this because you all uh, are growing up here, yeah. is that it's big. But it, it is. Yeah. There's right? some parts of Stratford yeah. I like ride around or my I'm mom like, drives me Shelton yet? Right? Yeah. So it goes far. It's huge. It's huge. You know, more than 50,000 people, but despite wow. how big it is, it still has that small town feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That right? community you know, yes. when, I, when I describe Stratford to folks, I always tell them it, it's um, you drive 12 or 15 minutes across town and you go from Roosevelt Forest to mm -hmm. the beach. Right? Yeah. And it yeah. literally feels sometimes like you're crossing state lines. Like going Forest to, to shore. Yeah. Forest to I just shore. got that. <laughs> I've got like the entire time I've lived here, I've, you've described Stratford better than I have. And I've lived here my whole life. Yeah. yeah. It's a remarkable place. And I always tell folks it's like, you know, you can drive, you know, from north to south and it feels like you're going from Florida to Georgia <laughs> yeah. or, or back and forth. So uh, uh, definitely a special place. And after three years of being here, um, I know I made the right choice. All right. Our second question will be, what's the most rewarding part of your job as being superintendent? Sure. You know, every day I come to work, there's things that I, when I get back in my car and put on my seatbelt and I'm driving home, you know, I think to myself, that was pretty awesome today, you know, but... Um, for me, you know, not to sound cliche, I think the most rewarding part is just engaging in conversations like this with young folks, but specifically finding young folks who find success, 
mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And um, to sit down with all of you, and I've spent a lot of time with Benal over the last couple of years and just have conversations like you guys are young adults. Yeah, and thank you. In 10 or 15 years, you guys are going to be running the world. I can't believe it. So. Stop. <laughs> it's going to happen real quick. Faster than you think. And uh, I know a few weeks ago, you know, uh, Chad and Kevin were talking about your senior year and just really enjoying it and creating those memories that you can really take with you through a lifetime. Um, but watching you all become incredibly successful and knowing that as a school system, we had a role to play in that. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, is unmatched, and that's that's by far the most rewarding aspect of the work. For sure, yeah. for sure, absolutely. So, my question is, what life lesson did you take away from each of the universities you attended? So, I guess this is a follow up question from like, what universities do yeah. you attend, and how did you get <laughs> to your place? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm a I'm a proud Husky. I'm a Yukon Husky. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yukon yeah. uh, got a lot of my tuition uh, dollars over the years. <laughs> Um, it's been a couple of decades since I was uh, since I started at UConn, and a few years ago I completed my doctoral degree. Nice um, at the University of Connecticut. So great experience there. But I would say this, you know, um, the lessons that I learned were really about being organized and having a plan. You know, and mm-hmm. I know as young folks, you know, you hear that all the time. What's your plan? What's your plan? What's uh, your plan? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Stop. Especially this year. Especially this yeah. year. And you know what? If you're 16 and a half, 17 and a half, looking at 18, you don't have to have everything figured out, you know, but you do want to start to think about those things because so much of life moves so fast after high school, Yeah. right? Yeah. This is one of the easiest time frames of life that you'll have, even though many of you probably also think it's, uh, it's uh, some of the most challenging times in life, but enjoy it, enjoy it. But um, lessons learned at the University of Connecticut is being organized. The value of an academic degree mm-hmm. um, has been uh, something that has been incredible. But uh, also in that space, I was able to establish lifelong friendships. You know, I came into college at 17, uh, left at 21, and you fast forward almost 30 years, and there's still folks that I still um, talk to every day. That's, nice. That's amazing. Okay, so it's not just going to be me who starts college <laughs> as a 17-year-old. Yeah, because yeah. I'm going to go in, everyone's going to be like 18, and I'm still going to be underage. That's how I yeah. feel. So. Yeah. Enjoy it and be yourself. Yeah, I didn't turn 21 until my senior year. Yeah, that's so. crazy. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's good, though. I feel like it's good. It's so weird, all the limitations you have, even though you're, like, legally an adult. Like, all the things, like, financial stuff, or, like, needing your parents' credit for something. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that. My mom says I'm not grown till I pay my own bills. She's right. But that's a long time. Like, that's a while. Then you can actually do that. All right. Uh, You said that you were an educator in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. So how would you describe your path, uh, your career path, from where you started to where you are right now? Oh, wow. Uh, the best way to describe it is fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, uh, I started my, my, my entry point into public education in Connecticut started on the shoreline, southeast Connecticut and in London. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically enough, uh, Coach Ty Jenkins oh. was one of my former students. Oh, he really? asked me in the hallway. He was like, ask Dr. Osenbe <laughs> how it was like coaching me. Uh, and I was like... <laughs> Yes. It caught me off guard. You coach That's crazy. Yeah. No, yes. Oh, uh, wow. We won a state championship down there. And okay. Okay. Big flex. Subtle flex. Subtle flex. You see it? Subtle flex. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Coach Jenkins, I've known him since he was about 15. No uh, way. Wow. I wonder what Coach Jenkins. Yeah. What he was like. 
at 15. Yeah. Troublemaker? Exactly the same. <laughs> That's also like going back to how Stratford's so, such like a community and so homey mm-hmm. in a way yeah, because yeah. like there's people just, grow up people here. grow up here and they still want to stay here because you know, it's just so comfortable and they, you know. It's, it's a great place it's to good yeah, it's, grow it's, up and raise exactly, a family. Yeah. Um, but you know, I started my career down on the shoreline uh, in New London. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started as a school counselor, mm-hmm. um, working with kids. So having a conversation about senior year and what oh, you're yeah. gonna do. I was the person who sit down in a comfortable space and you know just kind of get a chance to know you and work with your family and all those different things. Um, I had a mentor who was down there who uh, popped into my office one day and said, you know, I've I've watched you the last couple of years and I've seen the way you work with kids, mm-hmm. and I see the way you collaborate with staff. Um, said to me I want you to think about educational leadership because Connecticut is gonna it's gonna need some good principles in a couple of years yeah I really enjoyed this aspect of the work. yeah you yeah know? Uh, sitting down and, and chatting with the students about life about uh, the things they want to do um, but I did explore and looked into the program and I ultimately went to Southern Connecticut State to uh, receive my administrative certification um, I was fortunate after that to uh, land in East Hartford, which put me in a bigger market uh, to work with other schools. And uh, subsequently, uh, I got uh, asked and uh, recruited to come to Manchester Public Schools. Are you all familiar with that side of the state? Not really. It's a little far. I I think my my dad has worked up there. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, right outside of Hartford, uh, Mm -hmm. the capital city. Um, Started my administrative career there, did some good work, and then um, I was appointed as the principal at Windsor High School. Are you Mm. all familiar with Windsor High School? Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard of the name, yes. Big sports school. Yeah, that's how Um, how I connected it. A lot of tradition, and uh, I was there, and we were able to do some remarkable things for our students there. Um, We have some of the best kids down there. I would argue that. Stratford by far has the best kids in the state. Um, yes. Right? Stratford or Bunnell is the real question, though. Uh, yeah, we got to get to that. Stratford right? slash Bunnell. Let's talk about it. I'm talking about the community of Stratford. No trouble. But that was my sense. And then uh, when, when I was a principal, I knew I wanted to be able to impact kids on a larger scale. And the way you do that at a systems level, so you hear about a school, and then you hear about a school system, which is bigger. And a school system captures all the, all the schools in the community. Mm-hmm. And for us here in Stratford, we have all of our elementary schools, the two That's middle it. schools, and the yeah. two high schools. Um, I wanted to do that work at scale, you know, but also making sure that um, the kids who come through our school system, right, through our work with our teachers and our families and our administrators, because so many times you hear kids, uh, you do this work as long as I have, and it's not unique to this generation. You hear so many people, you get to college and they say, yeah, I didn't like my high, my high school experience, or I didn't like my middle school experience, right? Um, what I believe is that I'm not going to guarantee you that you're going to have the best high school experience, but what I'm going to work hard with folks on is to make sure you don't have a miserable Experience. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Yeah, like I'd say, like at from from middle school, like I had great teachers, people that really yeah. invested my time. Yes. But for me personally, like just things I was going through, at, like at home, that yes, like kind of 
yeah. shifted my perspective. Sure. So I get what you're saying There's, by that. Teachers aren't here just to teach. They're here to yeah. build that bond with you. Because I moved from Stanford my, what, my fifth grade year? And I did have this one teacher, Miss Gorton, at Second Hill Lane. <laughs> and it was like she made sure she knew me on you know because everyone already like everyone had their clicks everyone knew each other Mm. and Mm. i was just like the outlier and she made sure to make me feel you know accepted and shot for the community yeah i still talk to my fifth grade mr vitarium all those all my teachers i still talk to them today especially the fifth grade to like eighth grade it's People, so kids mean. are so mean. For They're hard. Reason. They They're really hard. are so judgmental, and I feel like yeah. that's the period of time where you're like growing yeah. the yes. most. So you know what I what I find to be powerful about the stories you each just shared. You know, you asked me what's the most rewarding part of the work, and it's hearing stories like this. So that and he spoke about coming in from Stanford, yes. fifth grade, and a teacher going out of her way to make sure you felt included in this yes. school community, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I know your story, right? Seven yes. years ago, you came to the States, and you've literally laid footprints here, right? Remarkable one. Remarkable yeah. ones, right? shout out. And, and Madison, just hearing you tell that story about, about middle school, when I hear young adults tell the story about some of the initial challenges they had to where they're at now because of the work and support of other people, to me, that aligns to our tagline, mm-hmm. right? So if you go on our website, you see our publications, it yep. says include, engage, inspire. and inspire. These are values that were generated by Stratford as a community, mm-hmm. right? That didn't come from me. Mm-hmm. You want it to be an inclusive space. If you take a look at some publications, Stratford Public Schools is ranked the sixth most diverse school system in the state. Just think about who's in the room. Yeah. Including me. Mm-hmm. If <laughs> I do have to add, I just like came back from Massachusetts. It's a rural, rural part of Massachusetts for like a conference for Portrait of Graduates. Yes. I was shocked by the culture and population in those schools. Like, I feel like having that different perspective of seeing other people gives you a newfound appreciation of what we have here. So when people people talk about like our equity kind of programs and the inclusion in our population how diverse we are that's actually true like to me this is just like oh i mean (laughs) but i see other schools and i'm shocked by how many people i see that actually look like me or talk Mm -hmm. like me or like care about the same things as me it was shocking seeing that and i think i I just should just say that like bring awareness to that fact because some places do not have the things we have here they don't, you know, and um, I'm glad you named that um, because I think one of the things that I I would actually go on the record and say is that what you all do here at Bunnell around climate and culture, I mean, it's it's high school, so you're going to get yeah. high school type things, but mm-hmm. um, you all do it better than any other space I've seen, right? Thank you. The, the cultural showcase. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? It's that's, unheard of, uh, and yes. I feel like people yes, take yes. that for granted. Like it's actually unheard of from like other and, places. Right. And every school's like prom ring. It's like you know these traditions. Mm-hmm. But then I never heard about cultural showcase in any other school. Yeah, I, I've never seen anything like it. That that gym is packed. Yes, and yes. it's completely student led. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. So we always say you all uh, are the architects of how you want your school experience to be. So. Um, shout out to Bunnell for just really kind of setting that standard. You guys yeah, BHS. BHS. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And 
how is it like being superintendent for just two high schools? Mm. Going back to that point. Going back to that, <laughs> yeah, point. Back to that point. You guys got Daphne asking all the hard <laughs> they questions. They so. at me. They're setting me up. Um, no, I really enjoy it. Like I said, it's uh, it's two high schools, two well known and well recognized high schools uh, in the state of Connecticut. Um, for me, one of the things that was important uh, when I first got here was um, this idea that existed in the community, right? So, um, so many people said to me that we're fragmented, mm. right? This school's in this part of town, this school's in this part of town, so on and so forth. So, um, I started to have the conversations about moving from, if this makes sense, moving from a system of schools to a school system. I get what you're mm. saying. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Other yes. places have like an entire spectrum of schools. Like some people have like just an academic school or just like plat tech or what's it called? Yep. Where Tech's they have like technical, yeah. technical exactly. schools. And exactly. it's just so different the way yes. they do things. Yeah. So we've been trying to, and this came from the voices of our families, came from the voices of our um, community members, trying to really kind of create this notion that um, we are one school system, so we're expected to collaborate. So one of the things that has been really impressive to me is, you know, uh, Dr. Graf. Is Shout out to Dr. Dr. Graf. I love, love. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely yeah. amazing. Uh, she loves you guys as well. I say love you guys as well. She advocates for you all extremely hard. Um, but on the other side of town, we also have Prince of Delfiano. Mm-hmm. Who's outstanding. Amazing. He's great. Well. He's a sporty guy. <laughs> so funny. You should watch those two collaborate. Right, I mean, they are lockstep. So we've had the conversation to make sure that you know the experiences that our kids have here, but now is similar to the experiences that our kids have. You know, education is a high um, premium uh, service. We want to make sure that all kids experience the same thing. So the notion of two different high schools has been appealing. What I do want and what I've promoted is the only time we're allowed to be rivals is when we compete against each other. At football games, powder puff. Football games, powder puff. Ready to take that puppy home. I cut my nails for practice today. (laughs) She's like that. I'm lucky. Listen, people people sleep on the powder puff. The girls, sometimes they're more competitive than the guys. We want it too. That trophy's going to be locked in for BHS. I say it right here. Knock on wood before we jinx it. So, you know, one community... Okay, one school system on Thanksgiving Day, you know, uh, last two weeks ago, I was at the girls' volleyball game, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. which was at SHS, and um, those nights were allowed to be rivals. Yeah. But yeah. what I find is I'm always in, in a unique position. It's like, who do you cheer for? Yeah. <laughs> so you want to know what Everyone I Everyone happiness. Well, I flip, <laughs> I flip sidelines. So the first half, I'm in this sideline, the second half, yeah, <laughs> smart. Okay, that's smart, that's smart. Strategic um, smart. But no, nah, I really enjoy it. I do. I do see where both schools like join together when they're competing too. Like lacrosse, I believe lacrosse is both Stratford and Banel, and our marching band. The band, band. yeah, Banel and Stratford. One town, one One team. Yeah. Yep. I love it, Daphne. One town, one (laughs) team. Put that on a postcard. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess my motivational. Sorry, you're fine. Go. (laughs) But I guess my question is: is what's the most difficult about being superintendent? You talked about like stepping into this role, and the actual title is you know like a flex, like you're superintendent, (laughs) like you're just a little flex, you know. (laughs) But I feel like being in certain leadership roles 
you are thrown in and expected to be responsible for these like moments where you have to be on top of your game at all times like is that intimidating for you no i, I wouldn't period say, yeah. yes no natural become natural good question as the reason why i don't feel that it's intimidating is because i prepared for this mm-hmm. you know, i work i spoke earlier about work ethic and it's one of those things that you know um being a former athlete we're almost trained to try to get to certain levels of that mentality yeah i Absolutely. do respect the athlete's mentality Absolutely. discipline it's that dog in you yeah and i i take i take this work incredibly seriously you know taking care of people's kids um, yeah. that's mm-hmm. you know to me um if you're deep in faith that's a divine responsibility oh yeah you yeah. know so um i take that seriously and you know, you rarely are going to hear me use the phrase "our students." I'll say "our kids," "our children," right? mm-hmm. or "our young people." And to me, that communicates a different level of investment, yes. right, in our people. Personal, personal, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're definitely challenging days, though, right? And the flex sometimes, you know, <laughs> it's a weak flex sometimes <laughs> on those challenging days. Um, but you know, overall, they're far more. Um, positive days overwhelmingly far more positive days mm-hmm. i think one of the biggest challenges for me has been this notion of um trying to advocate to ensure that um i have the resources in place for our school system to thrive mm-hmm. right so um, we're certainly proud of who we are here in stratford but you know as i said to you earlier you know i can't guarantee the best education but I also know we're not going to provide a terrible education. My work is to, you know, collaborate with our teachers, with our administrators, town people, town leaders, to make sure that we inch as close as possible to providing the best education to all kids who come through our school system from uh, pre-K all the way to graduation in June. Um, and sometimes that's a challenge, right? Uh, getting people to believe in. Um, in the investment in our young people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Daphne mentioned it earlier, right? When we talk about an investment in our school system, we're talking about an investment in young people. Why? Because our young people, after they go off to college, right? And um, some of you are, are global wanderers. You guys are going to travel and all those things for yeah. a couple of years after college. Yeah. Right? Still you up hope. in the air. You Still hope, up. right? But what happens after that? People come back home and they raise families here. Yeah. Right. So when we talk about an investment in our in our school system, we're talking about an investment in our kids, which will ultimately pay off because folks come here somewhere between 27, 28 and 31, 32. They come back home and they settle down here because from forest to shore. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're offering more. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh we're all feeling motivational today. <laughs> poet. Yeah. We're definitely uh, repping. You said one thing, you were a principal. I want to connect back to that point. Uh, do you ever miss being a principal or a counselor? I thought Daphne was going to ask all the hard questions. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, no, I don't. Uh, and the reason why I don't is uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying what I'm doing now. Mm. Okay. Um, but I was really good at what I did then. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Right. It's kind of one of the situations where... You know, sometimes you'll um, you'll be in a circle of friends and they'll say, would you ever go back to high school and do it again? Or would you ever go back to college and do it again? 
everything happens for a reason. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Exactly. And, and my answer to that is oftentimes no. And the reason is because we did it right the first time, mm. right? So no regrets, um, so to speak. Um, so I don't miss being a principal. I do miss aspects of it, okay? Mm. So in my work, so much of what I do is with adults, right? Mm. Yes. And I'm fortunate that I do get a chance to pop into our schools. I do miss the front-facing piece with the, with the students, mm-hmm. with our kids, right? And um, But I'm very deliberate. So whenever I get a chance to get an invitation like this mm-hmm. from our young folks, I jump at it. Um, oh. And again, when you have 13 schools in our school system, it's cool you know, sitting here with the young folks who yeah. are you know, really thriving in their senior year. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Four we or try. five days. <laughs> You're doing we try. it. It's impressive. Four or five days from now, I might be in a third-grade classroom. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I might be in a music classroom. I might be in a culinary classroom. Um, it's just a neat opportunity to uh, be with our young folks. Absolutely. Yeah. So we know that like you're thriving right now as superintendent. But what would your dream job be? If obviously this wasn't the path you took. Would it be in education? Like maybe would for a hobby perspective. Yeah. Well, like as a kid, what did you like? Oh, I want to become this one day. You know what? Um, as a child, I actually did not want to be an educator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My father was a college professor. Oh. oh. And um, I saw how busy his schedule was. You know? Not appealing at all. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not for me. He would come home and he would grade papers and he would do research and all those different things. You know, he got his degree from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And when you're 11, 12, 13, 15, you know, yeah. that's, it, it looks boring. That's yeah. not the <laughs> yeah. It looks boring. Um but when I got into education, I said, okay, this could be my path. But as a young child, what I, um, I would say I'd been fascinated with was business or entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You know? So whether it's product design or service uh, uh, delivery, um, I've always been fascinated by that. And I find that although education is a completely different uh, industry and different field, there are aspects of organizational management that come out of business that can be applied to yes. whole systems management. So um, I do something in business. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Entrepreneurship. When you went in freshman year at college, was were you undeclared? Were you? What was your major? Business. It was. Uh, it was business. Business. Right? Uh-huh. Um, I didn't declare, but I, I started with business classes, and then mm-hmm. I quickly realized um, that that was probably not the path. So when I'm, you know, we had a conversation here about trying to figure out what you're doing with your life, yeah. your senior year. I didn't figure out what I was doing to my sophomore year in college. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel that's normal, though. That is normal. A lot yeah. of people yes. My mom, people. when I'm like, Mom, I probably won't stick with what I want. Now yes. she's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? But Every morning I'm like, it's, it's, I want to be a politician. It's, Next yeah. thing I'm like, doctor. It's, it's yeah, all over it's the place. Very, it's really all over the place. Well, you I, don't, can, I can see you being both. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but um, for me, I'd say I... I kind of connect with the business, like entrepreneurship kind of path. It's like molding your own way into the world, but also you can bring whatever passion yeah. you want. It's and I also like see how it benefits you financially, but also can benefit the people around you. Yeah, it's, it's making your own within your own space, and I love that. The vision, the profound wisdom that exists in all of you. This is, yeah. wow. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Please stop. <laughs> but now raised. Yeah. 
So I'd say our last question, or maybe we will have a little pop-up question. We'll see. We'll secret, see. We'll see if we have coming up, time. coming up. <laughs> but is what what is one experience in your life, just generally, that molded you into the person today? So this can be like one core like memory you have, or like just a significant person. It could be anything that really molded you and shaped you into the person you are now. Um, I think naturally I would default to family. Mm. Mm. Right, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pause on that. Without a doubt, they had a profound impact on my life and who I am, my value systems, and all those different things. But I'm I'm actually gonna extend that a little bit more outside of the family. Um, I've always been an athlete mm-hmm. uh, my entire life. Definitely see that in you. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Um, so um, being a part of a team has completely transformed my life. And uh, Madison, you were referencing earlier. The, the mentality of athletes mm-hmm. right? of just always trying to strive for excellence in all that we do um, but when we talk about um, how that molded me I would go as far as saying that it taught me work ethic it taught me resiliency right because you can fail a thousand times yeah. but you got to keep getting up right um, it taught me how to be a good teammate okay and we morphed that word from teammate to um, family Okay. Yeah. You always hear, you always hear teams reference yes. themselves as family, and truthfully, you know, what's that phrase? Um, not family by blood, but family uh, together, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, when you go through the challenges of training together, you go through the trenches of yes, the yes. work, right? Yeah. There's a bond that is it's developed built. and that's created. Yes. And you know, I'm in my 40s now, and um, so many of my teammates. No way. Are <laughs> no way. Yeah, the great hair probably gives it away, yeah. but um, so many of my past teammates were um, people who stood next to me on my wedding day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Um, we're talking nice. about 25, 30 years of friendship, um, and people who were at my house that first week, you know, our son was born. Um, so when I say, you know, um, what molded me, I would say athletics has had a pretty significant and instrumental role and shaping who I am today. Definitely. Like I said, I really respected athletics. Athletics is not something my body was really made for. (laughs) I've tried, but I definitely like the mentality and the way people pave their way through life through athletics and the way people are trained to think and act Mm -hmm. through athletics. I respect that a lot. Yeah. Like you said, it goes from a team to a family. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like yes. all going for the same goal. When you go through the same hardships, yeah, it, it bonds you. Exactly. It really does. You. Being exactly. successful through you. adversity or yes, yes. victory. And yeah. that's, I that's, love that. That's a life lesson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? It's a life lesson. So, uh, <laughs> our pop up question. <laughs> oh, man. So, you said you're an athlete, and as you can see, you're. You're muscular. You're swole. Swole, swole, swole. You're swole. Say, you're swole, Not as swole as me. You know what? You know what? I, I, still, I still got broad shoulders, but I tell people I've been aggressively working on my dad bod these days. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you were to take your, make your own protein shake, what would you include? <laughs> Oof. Um, something that's not too sugary. Mm. Yeah. Right? Um, 100%. Something that is smooth. This is an easy question because this is what my brother does. He's an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. So really? they they make uh, 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 supplements and oh. they uh, do private labeling for like GNC, those companies. Like health and wellness health type? Health and wellness stuff. Exactly. Love that. So he's nice. out of Pennsylvania. So I'm very familiar with this. But I would want something that is smooth in consistency, tastes well, 
um, and allows me to receive those nutritional ingredients on a daily basis. More natural. Mm -hmm. yep, yep. I wouldn't do um, I wouldn't do that pre-workout stuff. I, I don't mm, either. I don't do that either. I wouldn't know. So. <laughs> I don't <laughs> to be jittery. No, yeah. It just it wouldn't even work because I'm. I like to say I'm a gym rat. So um, <laughs> what's it called? I stopped all that. The pre-workout. I feel yeah. like it, it's that motivation to actually just better yourself. Yes. That's what I stick to. I like know? it. I like more natural. Just like yeah. keep it more. You're working on yourself to be better yourself. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's well, all the questions I'll we have. Oh, you have a question? Oh, you have KB. Uh, bonus pop. <laughs> so I'm an athlete too. Yes. And can you please give me a workout? Please, <laughs> what's the workout? He's trying to grow some I'm trying to get big, just, quick. He's trying to like get strong. Yeah. Okay. You know, I don't know if you want the aggressive dad bod workout. <laughs> oh, I want it. But we can connect offline, and I'll see how I can yeah, help you. No, all right. All right. Thank you. Well, thank hey, you so much for coming much. on. Thank you so we really much. I enjoyed this personally. Yeah. Very yes. insightful, and I feel like I never like your doctor Sunday. You're like our superintendent. Yeah. We never the really man. have. This yes, kind of yes, sit yes. down, talk, and just yeah. get to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I really and you made that. me feel comfortable with like going into that next step in life, college, everything. Yeah. Yes. You made me feel comfortable with maybe not knowing what I want to do, but always keeping my options open. Man of wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Man of wisdom. Sure. So yeah. that was Doctor O Sunday you for you guys. Much, Thank, Thank you so Thank much. You. Bye. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye, guys. Doctor okay. Sunday. Wow. That was really that good. Was really that good. was such a incredible. When I was watching it, I told Mr. Koch, I was like, I feel so inspired right now. It no, literally. Like every five minutes, there was motivational speech. Yeah. Like seriously. Yeah. He's spawning in. I was like scared to interview him when we said we were gonna get him in because I thought it was gonna be very formal, and um, yeah, yeah, he's a very he's chill, a really chill guy. guy. He was very understanding with us he like yeah. made me feel okay with not 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 knowing what to do with my life but just the having process the process and, yeah. of it i like his background story how he like being yeah like a school counselor he moved mm -hmm. up to all yeah. these things like you could tell he really gets the kids and like yeah. he really likes what he does he likes to connect with us yeah. on a personal level and like his just personality is something and like that like that strive to learn yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I constantly <laughs> strive to yeah. get to know kids on a personal level. They can't teach you that at college. He's a good yeah. mentor. I think he's yeah. a good mentor. Yeah. Just to address the elephant in the room, we're all kind of tired and a little we're sick tired. today. Yeah. It's like yeah. fall, so like we all got like sinuses, here. and you know. And Daphne has the. She got oogie, the oogie boogie. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Yeah. Sunday, for coming. Thank you really so, so much. We really appreciate it. We're glad that you guys got to know him on a personal level by watching this episode. Yeah. Yes. I think it's really important to know the people that run your town and run your schools make the decisions for you. I think yes. it's really important to know that yeah. have a relationship with them. Absolutely. I agree. All right. Well, let's so go. So let's go for digging for bones. So if you remember yeah. from last two weeks ago, yeah. um, we had Daphne have have us guess where she worked it was Who's the that? edge in stratford the edge fitness yes so we're gonna do that with local businesses every other week so yes. we're gonna have like local businesses things you could do around town i have one for this week they do not know what this business is let's see I have five clues they might be too easy they might be too hard i don't know but the first clue this place is in the green okay mm. mm. Okay. So okay. think, what are some places in the green? Is it maximum nutrition? Wait, no. is it wait, is it like yeah. food or is it like? Let's hear her. Other well, like, yeah. Yeah. okay, you keep going. It's in the green. It's in the green. You can make money just by going there. 
Oh. oh, I know what it is, but I'll let you say the other hints. I think I know what it is. Make, All right. Let's see what the boys think. Second. You make money. Daphne probably knows this. I think, yeah, I know what it is. Maybe that, that hint maybe should have been. Yeah, I think I know what it is. 7-Eleven. No. Huh? Oh, like lottery tickets? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Bear, many thinking. ideas? Barum, what do you got? I, there's like a bakery in the green. Like a lot of kids work there. Okay. Yeah. Um... They have seasonal sales. Oh my gosh. Can Wait. No, no, no. Don't say it. I want to say because that was the first one to know. I think I'm, I'm not sure. You can say it if you want to hear the one, like the last. Let's I, hear her last one. Yeah. The last thing is kind of like a little like cute one. One man's trash is another man's treasure. It's a mm. consignment store. Yes. Oh, okay. It's Paradise Consignment. Have you guys ever been there before? I haven't. I've I never. wanted to you go. You should though. go. So it's like. It's a consignment store. Yeah. And I've I went like this summer and I got like Lululemon <gasps> stuff. Yeah. Seriously. For like for oh, cheap. Yeah, like, like, expensive. Like, nice Isn't it like Lululemon really expensive? Yeah, really expensive. And when you buy it secondhand, it's better for the environment. Hello, sustainable fashion. Yes. And better it, for your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Better for your pocket. <laughs> Seriously. They have good I've gotten good jeans there before. Wait, I wanna go. Yeah. I'm gonna make my mom go with me. You gotta dig. Yeah, you but gotta you, dig. you know, that's the fun of it. So yeah. Oh my gosh, I wanna cool. go. I always see it. Yeah. There's like I don't know. There's another one like that in Fairfield. Yeah. Yeah, it's by like the no Westport. It's like by the Goodwill in Westport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one's nice too. It's kinda like a Plato's closet idea. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys been to like Plato's closet? They probably no, don't. No. They don't. I don't. Where go do you to get that. your clothes from then? Um, I don't know. My Does dad. your mom buy your clothes? <laughs> no. Your I buy dad? my own clothes. I mean sometimes. But not not alright. Does Daniel get your hand me downs? Daniel? Yeah. Little, your brother? Yeah, no. brother. What if, wait, what? Does he get your hand-me-downs? No. What? What? No. I wow. love getting my siblings hand-me-downs. Yeah, that's nope. always fun. Yeah. Where Stop. do you get your clothes, Barum? Do you... The mall, Coles, Marshalls. Yeah. Yeah. No you know mall. what? I showed my dad last week's episode. And Kevin, the whole episode, he's playing with his hair. And he, Kevin, there's this <laughs> one shot where Kevin's playing with his hair, and then he goes like this. So remember that first episode, you tried to play me and say that my hair was dirty, oh, and then I never washed it? My dad was like, yup, he's smelling his back. hair right now. <laughs> ah, big L, big like, L. You got caught lacking. <laughs> well, I like playing with my hair. Like, replay. Like, <laughs> replay. 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 Oh, that's yeah. really funny, actually. That's what your dad said? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, in Spanish, he was like, ahorita se está tocando el pelo. Right now, he's still touching his hair, and now he's smelling it. And then I was like, yup. Hey, what is it? supposed to smell like <laughs> I don't know we're realizing that you haven't showered in a while probably, um, probably I, had a rough mo- I had a rough morning today <laughs> I, I was in a bad mood really tired tough rally yeah it's okay we all did I woke up late today too I woke up at 4 a.m. Uh, or no, 3.40. Oh, you went to Chick-fil-A, right? Because I went to Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. We were like the first, like we were the second people in line. So there were other like people. Well, we were the first people there, but then like we got like beat in line, but we were first, like we were first. Yeah. Um, and we got free little like coffee cups that said like <gasps> grand opening oh. and we got little cow stuffed animals. I heard we- the owner was there. What was the that? owner of the place was there in the morning. I saw someone store. The, the owners. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, the store, like, yeah, they had yeah, the cow. Up. It was yeah. great. That's Wait, great. those coffee mugs. Did they give you the free meal? Because I thought that's what they were saying. So right? they gave it to the first one hundred people that they considered to be town heroes. 
Mm. So you oh. have to have done something like remarkable or been like a fire. So they have to recognize you, or it's like yeah. essential workers. Essential workers. Maybe if you go in like, like, like I do the podcast. Oh my gosh, <laughs> give me a free meal. All the podcast. students and scrubs. Uh, listen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So a hero's a hero. If chick wow. says so. But it was That's pretty nice. good. And their breakfast was good because they weren't serving like the regular chicken sandwiches. Yeah. They were serving like breakfast, but they had these little like chicken sandwich bites and they were so good. I never had I'm, I'm going good. tomorrow, I'm actually. I'm going. I'm probably going to go. go tomorrow because I have yeah. powder puff after school, then I work right after powder puff. So I get out at eight. So I. What time do they close Chick fil A? nine probably because yeah. they're probably probably close earlier than like mcdonald's because it's not go on sunday yeah i'll go sunday. i'm going tomorrow Boy, it's gonna be crazy. crazy but yeah i'm still trying to i don't know it doesn't i don't care i want to try i want it i want, like, to, try it. I want to cheshire yesterday and there's chick-fil-a close from there and i couldn't get it i was so mad <laughs> well, gosh, probably a lot of people are gonna be working that we know tomorrow if we go like yeah i know people that applied and got the job yeah i know like candace works there yeah mason, mason. Yeah. i don't know who else yeah shout out, shout to, out to you shout out to you guys Chick-fil-A workers those are essential <laughs> workers those are <laughs> essential workers. they're the essential workers yeah <laughs> but when i was waiting outside in line i like fell asleep on the ground who was <laughs> dry? Who'd you go with? I went with Ella, Travis, and Alex. Oh, you yeah. guys are strong soldiers for yeah, waking I up at three. Not been there that That's early. earlier than senior sunrise. Yeah, it was really yeah. fun. What time did you go to sleep? Like t- eleven. Oh, <laughs> 11, yeah. 12, I don't sleep. sleep. I do not sleep. I need to like get my act together. That's four hours. But yeah, I went to sleep. I went to sleep at like twelve too because what's it called? I was wearing all my college essay. Oh my god. Alright, let's not talk about that. On that note, should we do a week wrap up so we could yeah. we could tell we yeah, could tell the people um that are applying for yeah. November first. Good luck. Alright, let's hop Um on. so do you wanna start with band? Yes. Uh, Saturday, October twenty eighth, band state oh, band state championships. Uh, at New Britain. Be there. It'll be really fun. I think we're performing at like Lord have mercy. Hmm. Somewhere five ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Miller. I don't know. But around that time, uh, be there. It's really fun. Hopefully, we'll stay it again. Keep the, Fingers keep the rally going. Four years in a row. We'll see. And then for soccer, this Friday, there's playoffs for SWC against Bethel. It's at Bethel at 6. Go support the boys. And then we go to the Friday game. That's that. Please. Yeah, and then that same... Friday, the 27th, there's, it's our pink out football game at home at 7. seven. So, you know, be there in your pink. I know it's a very odd time because there's an SWC game. Yeah. The same. And if they don't come in pink, who should they sit with? Their mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their mama. <laughs> yeah. And then November 3rd, <laughs> there's an away football game. Um, it's at Notre Dame. Fairfield. Fairfield. But they play at... Seven. No, they play at Secret Heart. And it's oh, at I thought seven. you were asking. Oh, oh I. Okay, I was trying to give her yeah. a hint. It's at no. Secret yeah. Heart. Secret Heart. Heart. <laughs> it's seven. Yeah. But yeah, it's at seven. So then again, be there. Be Pink. Or be square. Be it's really fun. Yeah. Football games are actually really fun. So. Yeah, they are fun. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And we get hat or we oh and for all the students all the college seniors. yes remember that November first is early action deadline not to scare you guys but we're all for only some schools like some schools early yeah. action is the fifteenth yeah. yeah 
And if you're even deciding to apply early action, if you are, don't okay, trust guys. it, lock in. Just yeah, just lock get, in. Get it. Lock in. It's get all it gonna be okay. It's all gonna be. Okay. I'm like talking yeah. to myself right now. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> like yeah. What's it called? Once you hit that cement, all like a good amount. It feels like a pressure. mountain has been moved off your yeah. shoulders. It's a weight off. I don't worry, mountain. guys. Everything happens for a reason. Everything falls into place. It's meant to be. It's True. Meant to be. What's meant to be it's is meant to, meant to be. Don't stress it. Do don't your stress. best on college apps. Your essays. And then everything, leave it to the upper pow- upper powers. Um, what, 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 what am I saying? <laughs> leave it up to the universe. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. Leave oh, it up to the universe. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, get yourself tired. like a milkshake from Chick-fil-A or yeah. something after. Like, reward yourself. Reward yourself. Tell yourself, when you submit your application, you're going to go to Chick-fil-A. Or you're going to go to Paradise Consignment. Or you're going to yeah. go treat yourself. Or to Edge. Get a or shake. Or to the Edge. Yeah, get a shake. You know, get a workout in. And then go to Chick-fil-A. And then Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I've done that before. Um, I've gone to the gym and gotten McDonald's after. It's okay. We do that a lot. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, but yeah. All right, yeah. guys. So that's all Thanks, for this episode. Thanks so much. Thank Thank you guys for listening. We Thank hope you. you guys enjoyed the interview. Enjoyed our. Thank you, Doctor Sunday again. Yeah. Digging for the bones. And we miss you, you, Madison. Madison's we sick you. today. Madison, <laughs> it's all right. Come back. Come back. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. All right, guys. Thanks. Bye, guys. Peace and love. Bulldog Underground is an original Frank Scott Bunnell production, and all thoughts and opinions are expressly those of the participants. The title theme, The Pipes, was arranged and recorded by G. James Miller at Frank Scott Bunnell High School. This episode was made and produced by Julia Murphy and may not be copied or duplicated without authorized consent.